0: We're going to take a look at social engineering. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders. Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, TauSite, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. I know my cadence is a little off today, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Story, builtin.com. It's called What is Social Engineering? A look into the sophisticated world of psychological cybercrime. I just got off the line with Drex, and we talked about this. It will be on the Newsday show a week from Monday. But I like this story, and I thought I would share it with you. So... Uh, social, engineering. social engineering essentially is a confidence game. It's a, it's a con artist coming at you and utilizing various aspects of your personality in order to get information from you and to do crazy things. Way back in 1992, Kevin Mitnick, once known as the world's most wanted hacker, persuaded someone at Motorola to give him the source code for its new flip phone. And, uh, you know, it's it's, a- again... How do you do such things? It's called social engineering. So, social engineers often seek personal information such as passwords and credit card numbers. They may also have large-scale goal in mind, an example compromising a company's cybersecurity measures to gain access to confidential customer records. In 2021, a record number of cybercrime complaints, largely a product of this kind of online scamming complaints led to nearly 7 billion dollars in losses and plenty of prominent players have been snookered. Wow, they actually used that in a sentence, amazing. Including the Associated Press, Target, Sony Pictures, Yahoo, the Democratic National Convention, and even the US Department of Justice. So it almost doesn't matter what size you are, you can get exploited. So what are they exploiting? And I like this list. So they have social engineers exploit kindness. Social engineers manipulate res- manipulates respect for authority. Social engineering takes advantage of human nature. Social engineering requires confidence, and social engineering capitalizes on online sharing. Let me give you a little piece of each one of these things. They go into some detail. I'm just going to give you a little. Let's see. That's a story. Let's start with exploits kindness. So, Sal LaFree, who spent 20 years in New York City Cop before founding his company, Protective Countermeasures, says our innate tendency to be of assistance to others is especially exploitable. That's certainly true in the below example of something called vishing, voice solicitation. The expert demonstrator easily dupes her mark by pretending she is frazzled, a frazzled mother holding a crying baby while impersonating a man's wife. The woman is able to convince the phone service rep to give her information about the account. All right, and then they have a video here to show it to you. It's pretty interesting. Social engineering manipulates respect for authority while some of these attacks employ demands whereby the target is strong-armed into capitulating and authority attack can be trickier to pull off. Trave Harmon, founder and CEO of Triton Technologies, says that has a lot to do with upbringing. If you were taught that people in authoritative positions were perceived ones even perceived ones, are to be trusted, all of a sudden an email from an admin at Microsoft that says, we found a virus on your computer seems credible. It takes advantage of human nature. This is probably pretty obvious. I mean, human nature is you want to help somebody and they will take advantage of that. It requires confidence. Lots of social engineering plays out entirely online where perpetrators can hide behind their screens and keyboards and where things like tone of voice, facial expressions, and body language Are immaterial when a scam requires more personal elements, such as phone calls or in-person visits. Those facets become much more significant. Confidence, therefore, is key. That surely was in 2007 when a man absconded with 28 million in loose diamonds from five safe deposit boxes at the at a Belgian bank, passing himself off as a businessman named Carlos Hector Flamenbaum. Well, there you go. He'd been a regular customer for at least a year prior, ingratiating himself with the employees through charm and chocolates. Flammenbaum became so trusted and beloved, in fact, that he was granted a coveted vault key that allowed him access during off hours. There you go. And capitalizes on online sharing. You know, we, we have lots of ways to do that. They give some social engineering examples. They have baiting. Baiting involves lowering potential targets by offering them some sort of reward. Diversion theft, diversion theft occurs when targets are conned into rerouting the destination of goods or confidential information. Honey trap, in a honey trap scenario, attackers seduce their targets into giving up personal information or compromising sensitive work. Uh, Quid pro quo, schemes entice targets with the promise of goods and services in exchange for information. Phishing, we all know what phishing is. Pretexting, when using pretexting, scammers will lie about who they are or create a fictional scenario to extract sensitive personal information. Rogue, rogue attacks trick targets into buying fake and malicious security software that deploys ransomware. Uh, that's that's harsh. Spear phishing, we know what that is. Artificial intelligence and deep fakes. fakes are AI-generated video or audio that can be used to mimic politicians and celebrities or even the average person's colleagues, friends, or family. So far, legally unregulated deepfakes will soon be easier to make than they already are, tougher to spot, and widely disseminated. So at some point, you might see a deepfake of me saying something silly. Just know it's not me. Or you can just send me an email and uh, I'll tell you whether it was me or not. How can you protect yourself from social engineering? There's no single solution, but there are ways to more consistently mitigate the ill effects of social engineering in many forms. Harmon's tack is to remove the weak link, meaning humans. Wow. His company says it's true, but it's just a wow factor. His company, he says, uses physical fail-safes that include multi-factor authentication. That makes sense. One more element, elemental level, Harmon's directive is this change your mentality learn not to trust whether it's a critical email from seemingly familiar source a call from the irs threatening punishment for non-payment or back taxes or audio video of a public figure saying something that doesn't really jibe with past statements various companies offer fee-based anti-social engineering training online one of the most prominent no before goes beyond warnings and words to feature unlimited simulated social engineering attacks through email, phone, and text. Interesting. We do that We do that online, but uh, we do that within our health systems, but now you can do it personally. Anyway, social engineering. Social engineering is still a significant source of a majority of attacks. You know, usually I do a so what on these things, but this one is just more educational. It was, it was interesting to talk to Drex about it. I think the so what is going to be that these attacks are sophisticated are they are fairly sophisticated now they're going to get more sophisticated as we move forward and we are going to have to keep upping our game keep learning keep training our end users and our hospital systems to know these fakes and then we're going to have to protect them and just expect a certain amount of them to fall prey to those attacks and be able to protect them when that does happen. So that's my so what on that. And that's all for today. If you know someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. They can subscribe on our website, thisweekhealth.com or wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher, you get the picture. We are everywhere. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, TauSight Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.